Welcome, welcome everybody to Shoots and Ladders, the 30-year-old wrestling podcast you didn't know that you wanted to listen to. My name is Pat, joined by my lovely co-host Jen. Hey Pat. And we are here again, re-watching some WWE content from 30 years ago this week. Well, like a week or two behind, but we're getting close. Yeah. We're getting pretty we're close. Up. We're catching We'll be there by WrestleMania. We are covering this week, March 13th. And March 15th, mm-hmm. 1993's episode of Superstars and Raw. A lot of nothing here, but also <laughs> a lot of something. I'm going to say my word of the day is charitable. Charitable. Um, because the f- the people in the real world were treated to some charity. Uh, mm. We have a whole montage by Vincent K. McMahon. Uh, we... As viewers, were not treated as well, but that's, <laughs> that's something to discuss true. in the rundown. So for those of us that are just listening, uh, we usually start our episodes at the top. Jen will give us a rundown of what exactly we watched, what exactly we're covering. I may or may not interject, shoot the shit as we're going. And we'll wrap up by giving some awards at the end of our episode. We'll discuss whether or not uh, any of this leads us, because all roads will lead to Montreal at some point. Uh, to the screw job in four years. So let's go. You ready? Oh, yeah. We're trying to find... We're trying to find clues, right? Um, yeah, As yeah. to whether or not that was a work. They know. If they're well, here, they know. Well, what if they don't know? What if they're new? Hello, new listeners. We welcome you. Okay. We don't discriminate. If they're new listeners, that's like somebody that's watching, like, episode five of Game of Thrones, season one. They don't know what the fuck is going on. I didn't know. We didn't know what was going on. It just was shit happening. We're like, I don't... Is this about this? This is about... Do you really want these new, wonderful listeners to go back to our first recordings when we had those those crappy mics and we didn't know what we were doing? No, 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 no. no. That's not what I mean. I mean, you watch the first couple episodes of Game of Thrones, you don't know what the fuck's going on and half the fucking characters get moved off the board. By the time you get to the end, it's a completely different thing. You don't even know what you're doing. Like, you're just here in the middle of the thing. My point is, come on in. We're here. We're looking at this stuff. But there ain't shit happening towards it right now. Very, very tiny. We're talking about crumbs the size of... (sighs) Crumbs the size of sand on the beach that that Crush is cutting his promo on. And right now, (laughs) if you were to tell me who would be the most important people in five years from now, I would have to say... Crush, Macho Man Randy Savage, Bobby the Brain Heenan. I'd have to say Yokozuna. Yokozuna for I'd sure. have to say Hulk Hogan's coming back and it's such a big deal. He's around. Hulk. The yep. Native American sensation Tatanka. And again, point yes. being point being, what we're seeing now has nothing to do with the legends, the goats, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. The Heart Foundation. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And... China. Um. Right? China's there, right? I think she's there at that point. No. She's what are you there talking right about now? Oh, we're talking about the 97. I'm talking about when we get to 97. Yeah, she's yeah, there. Yeah, she's there. Yeah, she's, she's there. there. Right. Absolutely, she's there. I think she comes, um, I think she gets, I want to say 96. Okay. Again, point being. Hello. But we're in 93. And I like the idea Grains of, of sand. looking at this as well, like, as... Who we think are going to be the big guys moving forward. Opposed to who really is. Because that is right? actually interesting. Because if I watch this, I'd be like, Yokozuna. Lex Luger. Tatanka, for sure. Mm-hmm. They are p- 
pushing the shit out of Tatanka, and yeah. I'd be like, that guy's going to be champ one day, right? Um, spoiler alert. It doesn't happen. But, I mean, the overall point is that our podcast is about a lot of people that we're not talking about right now. So let's dive in. It's also about going through, shoveling through this wrestling shit. We're looking for clues. We're looking looking for the sand. And we're just enjoying it. Let's do it. Or maybe we're falling asleep during a Bob Backlund match and almost fell off of a chair. Run me down. Okay. March 13th, 1993, episode of Superstars. Starts with a promo with Hulk Hogan's back and Jimmy Hart talking. You get some biceps, you get some back, you get some grease. Um, he's talking about depositing Money Inc.'s carcasses in the desert. It's a little grim, not gonna lie. Uh, but yeah, you get to see an unveiling of something to come at WrestleMania. You get to see during this promo. Spoiler. It's Brutus Barbecue Beefcake's protection mask. It's his beefquake. The mask he wears. It's something. To stop the briefcase, the yeah. beefquake. It's shades of Undertaker, Undertaker's mask. Undertaker. His phantom no, of the opta, opera future he, mask. He's got like Ultimate Warrior like vibes on that. There, I mean, there's a lot of vibes in all of it. Papa Shango versus Mark Ming. First match, first match out of the gate. Papa Shango, he's back again. He's was gone for a while now. We were seeing him a lot. Um, the Godfather? No, comma. Then we get a WrestleMania commercial promo with Hulk Hogan, and he's immortal, and he's returning April 4th. Get excited. Then we get a Nasty Boys versus Ed Arse and the White Shadow match. Gotta love the White Shadow's costume. He put you a lot love of it. money you, and effort. You love a job or a mask. I love a costume that clearly was purchased at a gas station. That is what I love the most, where I'm like, Jesus, did we just, like, that's the only mask we could find. Yeah. Um, Sean Mooney comes in and gets some Sean Mooney time. There is a crush promo. He's screaming about how Doink is twisted. Then we get a Harvey Whippleman Giant Gonzalez promo again with the camera tricks. Still, again, unnecessary because the man is so fucking big. It's just unnecessary, but continue. Yokozuna versus Casey Cleric. Oof. R.I.P. to our friend Casey Cleric. Yeah, this, uh, thoughts and prayers. Hope he's doing okay. He took a big bump. Ooh, he takes multiple big bumps. We'll get more into that when we go through this. Um, okay, WrestleMania Report brought to you by the WWF merch catalog. I want a teddy bear. But you won't buy one for me. Um, uh, no, I will not. <laughs> then... We, during that, we get promos by Bret Hart, Money Inc., Shawn Michaels, and Crush. More on that Crush promo to come. Tatanka versus Al Burke. I mean, we are just, this is a squash match supreme, this episode of the Superstars. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a mention of Sensational Sherry during this match. Then Giant Gonzalez comes out with Harvey Whippleman in the ring and there's a little bit of calling out going on on The Undertaker. And then we get Lex Luger coming out for a little matchy match. And uh, then some more Sean Mooney time with uh, some promos with The Head Shrinkers, Bob Backlund, and Razor Ramon. And that's a wrap on that pile of Saturday morning delight. 
You did leave one thing out. What? That I think was important. What's that? Macho Man did introduce us all to sex lives. Oh, you said I left that out? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to talk about it when we go through. It is in my notes. I was just going to say that was like the most important thing that I learned. When we both immediately <laughs> said, I guess you got to turn to your mom over your bowl of cereal and be like, what does sex mean? I was talking about Jim Duggan too. So then, you know, you get... It was a lot. You get an image. Um, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> live from the Hudson Civic Center. Mid-Hudson Civic Center. Poughkeepsie, New York. Mm-hmm. New venue alert. New venue alert. With your hosts, Gorilla Monsoon. Mm. Bobby Heenan mm. and not Vince McMahon. This was filmed and aired on March 15th, 1993. Um, in case you were wondering, not Vince McMahon is really Rob Bartlett pretending to be Vince McMahon. There are about five times where I chuckled and about 52 times where I was just over the joke. Well, you and Gorilla. And, and I think everybody else, everyone else had watching. the same mm-hmm. ears bleeding. What are we doing? Uh, not great. The first time he said facial area, I was like, huh, that is funny. Because whenever Vince says facial area or chest area, it's like, why? Um, and then, <laughs> and turnbuckle area, that was pretty good too. It's true. Okay. So Vince is receiving a, an award, so he's not there. That's why we have pretend Vince. So we'll learn more about that award in the future, in the future of this episode. First match, Razor Ramon versus Russ Greenberg. Uh, second match, Typhoon versus L.A. Gore. L.A. Gore. Yeah, I don't know. That's a jobber name. Then Bobby Heenan comes into the ring and brings out Giant Gonzalez. And again, <laughs> with Harvey Whippleman. So he's in the ring yet again. Well, he was going to fight. 20 to 30 people that night, but everybody got too scared. No, people just keep leaving, you know? I mean, can you blame them? No. I mean... The man is eight feet tall. He really is. Um, Then you get another WrestleMania commercial with with Hulk Hogan. He's returning. He's immortal. And then with that, also Bret Hart to face Yokozuna. So now they're at least including my guy Bret. Um... Then we get Papa Shango versus Bob Backlund. First actual match. Yeah. Of this whole thing. Yep. Is, this, is this the first one-on-one Bob Backlund match that we've gotten since his return? Not against, like, a jobber. No. Who did he... He wrestled somebody... Because he was in the Royal Rumble, obviously. But I, I don't remember. I'm just asking off the top of your head if you remember. Um, I feel like he wrestled... So- I know he wrestled that guy, Tony DeMauro. Was that his name last week? Th- that was a squash match, but... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I that asking. that was him, right? It's okay. Yeah. Uh, Top your head question. I don't expect you to know the answer. I feel like he did wrestle somebody that wasn't a jobber, but I can't think of who. Um, Bob Backlund wins this. And then you get your WrestleMania report with Mean Gene, because we haven't had enough WrestleMania reports yet. Um, this is, by the way, Pat, special announcement: world's biggest toga party. It's coming. Yeah. Call your local cable provider and get your white sheet ready. Uh, we get a replay of Yokozuna destroying Casey Cleric from the Superstars episode. True. We get a Money Inc. promo, an Undertaker with Paul Bearer promo, and uh, then Mean Gene calls Rob Bartlett Bob Barker. Which I thought was good. Yeah, I wasn't mad about it. Then we get Head Shrinkers versus Nasty Boys match. 
Um, again, we get a real match, right? Uh, ends in a food fight. And then we see... Double count out food fight. Yeah, everybody's counted out. And there's crazy food fight with some chair shots interjected. Then we get a little montage of a bunch of wrestlers making little kids happy, mm-hmm. which is really cute. Um, and they honor Vince McMahon for, uh, you know, all, all he, I forget what the exact name of the organization is. That's my bad. I'll have to, I'll get it in a second. I do have it on another note. Um, so the next week we hear that Tatanka will be taking on Repo Man. Which we know is not true. Yeah. Right. Well, and Kamala versus Doink. But then the next episode started and it was... (laughs) We're going to fast forward to next week. It's a match between Repo Man and Damian Demento as tag team partners versus the Bushwhackers. Which, what? Hello, Bushwhackers. Guess we're back. Also, what? So that's how you know these are actually live because clearly the Yeah, clearly the card changed because then Tatanka was against, I want to say, they said Tatanka was going to be against someone and we'll cover it again in the next episode. Off subject. Yes. Can you please plug in the Christmas lights? I forgot to. And I feel like I can't get my creative energy without our wonderful 90s Christmas lights. Thank you. All right. Where to start? The promo with Hulk and Jimmy Hart, maybe, and Brutus. This is a, this is a promo... I mean, unless they're just wearing the same uniform over and over again and weekly coming out, cutting these promos is all filmed the same day. All we did was add now a mask mm-hmm. that we're constantly smacking. Looks like the Ultimate Warrior's mask does have shades of the Undertaker's well, mask. Well, Ultimate Warrior wears makeup, right? Yeah, but it's like, it's like, the same. like yeah, that it's like the same exaggerated, look. like, yep. you know, style and like colors too because it's, it's uh, yellow and red for the whole, you know, because they're Mega Maniacs. And McDonald's. It, it was tough. It was tough. They were just smacking the mask or smacking each other to show the mask was tight. It was all, it was just silly. It was absolutely silly. And I feel like we... We're burying bodies in the desert. We've replayed this now three times. Like, we've, we've been here. We understand um, that you guys are going to exact your revenge. I am just don't care. Like, I just don't care. It's None of this is moving the hype needle on, on this portion of the WrestleMania event. How do you feel? Same. It's beating a dead horse at this point, you know. But I get it. WrestleMania is coming. We're trying to get hype. This is the main event. We're going to keep talking about it. I mean, I guess the difference is we keep seeing Yokozuna in action. So the hype meter for that is being like, oh, my God, this guy is destroying everybody. Is he going to destroy Bret Hart? You know, where this is more like, here's Hulk Hogan. He filmed 52 of the same promos and right. we're just going to get him over. And we haven't over, seen over, him over, wrestle over. anybody and we haven't seen And we won't. So. Brutus wrestle anybody. So it's just kind of like, okay. We have at least seen Money Inc, but um okay, so then the first match is Papa Shango versus Mark Ming and that's when we're talking about sex lives. That was the best part of the whole thing. Yeah, I feel like they were just talking about Jim Duggan the whole time. Um but yeah, and I'm like you're like they're saying talking about sex lives on <laughs> saturday morning talking yeah. about sex lives on saturday like, morning superstars how like, many kids mommy what's a sex life nobody could edit that 10 a.m but I, although i appreciate it because I do. you know i appreciate it you know because you sprinkle this now and i'm 10 so by the time i'm you know 17 like i'm here i've been i've been growing up with your nonsense mm-hmm. by the time we're in the attitude era i'm like okay 
Like, it's fine. Like, we're here. I'm your audience. You, you, you. The Attitude Era is a sex life. That's it. So, I mean. That's it. Well, I, I think that's more the invasion into, you know, well, Attitude too, but I mean, then in the invasion and then probably Ruthless Aggression. I mean, it's, it's wild. What do we have after that? We had our little WrestleMania report, right? Yeah, we had a, a commercial with Hulk Hogan. He's immortal and he's returning. Then we get, we're not even going to, do we have anything really to say about it? It's Nasty Boys versus Ed Ars and your boy, The White Shadow. I mean, this was a beating, but I did like The White Shadow's outfit. I know you did. He's not going to get the, the outfit of the week that goes to a man on a beach, but <laughs> it was pretty good. Um... I did ask you who your favorite nasty boy was. You said knobs. Yeah. And mine is sex, so that works. It works out. Um, we get some Sean Mooney time. <coughs> we do get a crush promo, yet not the one that you're talking about, where he's, you know, in front of the green screen talking about how cr- uh, Doink is a twisted clown and he's supposed to make children happy, but instead he just makes everybody upset and, you know, brother. Uh, I can't help it. Then we get that that promo with Harvey Whippleman and John Gonzalez where they play with the, the perspective. And yeah. we're, we're doing it again. Clearly, again, filmed on the same day. Same kind of thing. And we're just going back and forth. Like, Harvey Whippleman is two and a half feet behind him. He's standing in front. So the camera's, you know, kind of like half zoomed. And, like, you just... I felt, anyway, now seeing it, and probably even as a kid, like... Like, zooming in... I, the suit is a vibe. Okay? The suit is a vibe. It's not great. It's like right now they have the wrestler, um, you know, Omos or, 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 or Omas. I want to say it correctly. Omas. Yeah. He's like really fucking tall. And I understand that he's more muscular probably, obviously, than the Giant Gonzalez was. But they just like put him in like black clothes, right? Like he's kind of just coming out in like dark covered clothes. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to do. We've had 30 years to uh, p- progress, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, that's all you need to do. Because, like, can... he's in this gorilla suit, and then you're just zoomed in on this gorilla suit. And I'm like, did you buy that at fucking Party City? Or, like, Big Show. He just comes out and clothes. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just, it's, it's all right there, is what I'm getting at. It's all right there. I mean, you just, you didn't have to do it this way. That's all. Like, just it just was unnecessary. Right? And they, he calls him the Legend Destroyer, and I feel like that's Randy Orton. But he's a legend killer. True. Right? Again, is that is that where that came from? Did he get that from the jacket? I I hope not. <laughs> Me too. Um Yokozuna versus Casey Clarick. Sometimes you see the bonsai splash and you feel like, wow, okay. And other times you feel like this is a video game and I'm killing this character that I'm facing. And that's what the, that's what it felt like here. It, it felt I, I I felt for the man. So I got thoughts and well, then after it happened, Mr. Fuji came out and he's screaming about respect on the mic, and then the match is over and Yokozuna continues to just beat up this poor guy and he he squishes him again. I would love to just like if there's any sort of statement from anybody that was getting squashed like. Did you work town to town here? Like on just dark matches too? Like how do you like how do you end up in the spot where like, hey, you've drawn Yokozuna and he's gonna sit on you? Right? Like I, I don't know. I just feel like this is one of those where that bump looks like maybe it hurt, but I don't know. Supposedly they say it didn't. So I don't know. 
Oh, really? used to big guys too. Yeah. You looked it up. You said it, they said it didn't. Well, I, that's just that's always what I've heard. Whenever they're talking about Yokozuna, how he's a great worker and how like his moves look so bad, but they really didn't like hurt anybody. At least that's what I've seen. I mean, he was sitting there for a good minute, just on the guy's chest. Like there has to be a way he's doing it that like he's not killing the man because I just don't know how you're not killing the man. <laughs> Can you imagine just five hundred and five pounds is sitting on your chest, and not only that, but then you also have, like. A sweaty grundle. Oh yeah, in your just face. You're just right there on like the grund. Six inches from your mouth and nose. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The ball bag's right there, and you're just like, whoa. And I mean, I'm not saying that to be crass. I'm saying it to be honest, because that's the angle we were given. Yeah. We were given that angle, like we're right there. In we it. get a close up on that. Do you know that Vince originally wanted him to be like Rikishi? Yes, and he was like, no. And that would be insane. And wear like just a, like thong, basically. Right? Yeah, I mean that would be insane. That's it. That's all I have on that. <sighs> WrestleMania report. <clears throat> Brought to you by the WWF merch cat- catalog. Hell yeah. Adorable teddy bears. It's always my favorite. Like, this WrestleMania is sponsored by the video game and Snickers. At least we got Snickers. Yeah. Because it's, like, sponsored by our own video game. Okay. Sponsored by our own merch. Makes sense. Checks out. Um, Brett's apparently standing by because he his promo, he mentions... The beating. The beating. The, or a beating. Yeah. Could be any beating he was shown. I mean, who knows? Yeah. He mentions this beating. I feel like it's supposed to be that way. Um, he's not scared. He's not scared of Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. No. He, he, he's not. He's ready. He knows he's going to be able to get those legs in a sharpshooter. He is the excellence of execution. It's true. Money Inc. They're going to be... Uh, they're going to be telling... The Mega Maniacs that they will be rolling snake eyes. So now we've had two or three people talking about snake eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all doing the Vegas jokes here. Um, Shawn Michaels. He tells Tatanka that he's got a yellow stripe down his batch. Batch? His back. <laughs> he's got a yellow stripe down his back to match the red one on his head. The only thing I could hear is just... The blue belt. That's all I can hear. So, isn't it cool? That's it. I just zoom in on the blue belt with my eyes and tune everything else out of my oh, blah, 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 blah. I just hear like Charlie Brown, bah, 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 bah. Like the, when the parents are talking. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, you can say whatever. I, you know. You just look I'm just like, blue oh, belt. that belt is really nice. I'm like, that's a cool looking belt. Like, it it's is a fun cool looking belt. belt. That's I don't, all I got. I don't really remember anyone else having a blue belt. So. I don't know. That's a fun belt. Yeah. Good job, Sean, with your blue belt. Crush. This is the promo that you've been waiting for. We've got the crush, the crush tank top. That fucking tank top is unbelievable. It is the most ridiculous fucking. It's nineteen ninety. Ninety three. Yeah, perfect. but it's a nineteen ninety tank top. Yeah, it's, it's like so airbrush, perfect. like you yes, get in the flea yes. market, or if you like had you would f- get on the beach in in Hawaii. It's like a Hawaiian sunset that he's wearing, but he's like a massive dude. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous, and it was glorious. I was like that. The exact words when he came on screen was that fucking tank top. That was yeah. the exact words. And the thing is, is like clearly as well, we filmed Crush that same day, right? And that's where we're going back to with these promos. Like we filmed him that one day on the beach. Yeah. I mean, it was wonderful. Because he's just out there chilling on the beach. He bodyboards at one point. Yeah. Tells yep. everybody he's going to kill the clown. Like, it's he's beautiful. He's pounding. He's going to pound him. My notes are shirt, waves, boogie, pounding. 
Yeah, the way... And that kind of wraps it all up. The way, the way, the way uh, they're saying pounding doesn't age as well as maybe. No, it sounds sexual. Yeah. Um, Tatanka versus Al Burke. Tatanks. They're really pushing for Tatanka. Mm-hmm. Everybody really... He's proved he can win. He's mm-hmm. going to be the next intercontinental champ. He's undefeated. He has all these things going for him. I mean, they're pushing and pushing and pushing for him. Um, they do mention that Sensational Sherry is thinking about coming to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So that's something to keep your eye on. Uh, then Giant Gonzalez comes out with Harvey Whippleman as Tatanka is leaving. And they call out The Undertaker and Giant Gonzalez says he doesn't want to wait until WrestleMania. He's going to go find The Undertaker right now. And he leaves to go find The Undertaker. To which I reminded you, he walks too slow. Although the Undertaker walks slow, I feel like Giant Gonzalez is slower, and it would just be like a well, meme. Maybe it's like each other. The, the bigger you are, the slower you walk. It's like Michael Myers versus, you know, uh, Jason Voorhees. Yeah. Like, who's going to get who faster? They're just both aggressive. Like, if they're both going in different direct, like the same direction, they never meet each other. It's like, the, the distance just stays the same. There's no urgency. They just keep walking at the same pace. Nobody ever catches anyone else. It's like a turtle and a snail racing. No, it's like a turtle and another turtle that goes the same speed, but is slightly <laughs> bigger racing. So if they're going in the same direction, everything's going to stay exactly the same. Lex Luger. Versa. I wrote dude. I forgot to write the guy's name. His name is... Lex Luger. Versa. Joey Mags. He, uh, you know, flexes in front of a mirror, then he mm-hmm. gives him the forearm, mm-hmm. and uh, that's a wrap with that. <laughs> that's it. That's that's all this is right now, is we're just reminding you that Lex Luger has a very impressive physique. He does a pinky pin. There's something going on with his forearm. Something. And he loves himself. Now remember, remember everybody, we always talk about this long-form storytelling, you know? Last year, we were going to get Lex Luger. IRL, he had that motorcycle accident. Just saying, not saying, just saying. Something wrong with that forearm. You might have to wrap some reality into this K-Fape mm. world. Sean Mooney time. Yep. Head Shrinkers with Afa promo. Hmm. Bob Backlund promo. Yep. Coming at Razor Ramon. You were like, what is he wearing? Yeah, he was wearing like, it, it looked like he was wearing like, a boxer's like outfit like he was a heavyweight boxer going to the ring like he was like it it gave me like Mike Tyson vibes in Rocky 3 like I just didn't understand he had the towel and he had the thing and I'm like what what are we doing it was red to me it looked kind of like a graduation gown like the way the sleeves were yeah and then a Razor Ramon promo coming at um, Bob Ackland because they will be facing each other at Wrestlemania Maybe that's, that's a good match. You know, maybe without having seen I don't know. Maybe I'm going to pay more attention. I don't remember. Attention. I don't remember. Could so I guess match. we'll find out. Um, that's that's it for your superstars. There's one thing that came out of the superstars. Crush? Crush. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. And they successfully... Um, they successfully are really making you think that Yokozuna is the scariest motherfucker out there. So I don't know how you can't see that man though. 
like when he's in promos and he's next to Mr. Fuji and you're like, that dude is fucking huge. And the fact that he can move like that at this point is insane. Like, I do believe that if he catches you and I do believe that if he stomps on you, you fucking die. Like, he is like, big fucking dude. I love him. I love him. Yeah. He's one of my favorite wrestlers as a kid. He just was. He's just a perfect villain. You're like, yeah, that guy will fucking destroy you. And he sells moves really great when he gets hit. And that's what's just amazing about him. But let's move on. Let's move up to that blizzard. Yeah. In the mid-Hudson Hudson Civic Center in Poughkeepsie, New York. Mm-hmm. Gorilla Bobby and Rob Bartlett as Vince McMahon. March 15th. The eyes of March. I'm going to say it right now. Bobby Which- Heenan. A plus commentary. Yeah, always. Gorilla Monsoon, A plus commentary. Fake Vince McMahon, D minus. What would you give real Vince McMahon in commentary? The problem with real Vince McMahon is that as a commentator, as a child, <clears throat> when I was watching it, I didn't really understand. He wasn't always my favorite. And I was like, there's something about him that doesn't seem like it like connects with the other things that are going on mm-hmm. so i'd always give him like maybe like a c plus b minus because i was always like he was never he's never quite the worst thing but he could be the worst thing if it was just like let's say him and like jr or something right like he could be the worst thing but he was never like the worst thing and he was never too offensive but he always said the same things and always had this weird energy of like it always felt like a parent that was there on, like, the school trip. Yeah. Like, they're yeah. there, like, riding in the bus. And you're mm-hmm. like, they are the cool parent, but they're not that cool. And, like, I just don't, couldn't put my finger on it. And then as things unravel in 95, 96, 97, and you realize, as you're getting older, hmm, that motherfucker owns this thing. Yeah. That's why he gets that job. That's why he's there. That's why. And then by the time he becomes the character, then you, then I like doing this now, like you're just able to rewatch it and appreciate it more. Like I appreciate him more now knowing that he owns the fucking thing and that he's doing everything he possibly can in the best way he can in this moment to promote it and push the people he's trying to push. So I appreciate that. Whereas like the other guys, they're like commentators or they're managers. That's their job. So they're just doing their job. Like if you tell me to promote this, like that's what I'm doing. He's trying to promote everything. So he's coming at every angle. He's involved in these stories that are there. He knows what exactly what the fuck is going to happen. Yeah. Or, or for the most part, enough of what's going to happen. He's setting the table. So when you watch it from that angle, it's kind of cool. That's why I'm glad. I think majority of the pay-per-views or something. I think. I could be wrong. But I don't even think he commentates for him Because I think he's back, like, backstage at, at these pay-per-views. I, next one he's not. The next one he doesn't. But I think he does for a lot of them. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna quick keep, keep going, but I I'm gonna quickly. I think WrestleMania that. ten is Vince and Jerry Lawler. Um so yeah, I think he does come back. But yeah, so the first match, Razor Ramon versus Russ Greenberg, or Ross Greenberg, depending on uh what day it is. This starts with not Vince McMahon saying quite a few blows to the facial area, which I laughed for a second and then it got old real fast. Um, you see all the Razor Ramon, like, typical moves, you know, they're all there. It's a Razor Ramon squash match, you know, better than, better than most jobber matches, right? Because it's Razor, at least. Next match is Typhoon versus L.A. Gore. 
Um, weren't we teased a Bam Bam Bigelow? Yes. Typhoon match? Because now I'm like, maybe I misunderstood. But now that I know that we were also teased at a Tonka Repo Man match, that's not going to happen. I do think that we were, we got got. Um, Yo, I feel like we should, I, side note, I feel like I, as I just did this, sorry to interrupt, but like apparently Radio WWF. We should see if they have old Radio WWF online. Or if anyone's listening, if, if they know. Because, like, Jim Ross and Gorilla Monsoon do the call on Radio WWF for the SummerSlam and the Survivor Series. Just saying. It's Vince is there. He's doing the, the TV call. But apparently it's Radio WWF. Oh, you mean, like, I don't, like I have no sports idea. radio? I have no this? fucking idea. It just says Radio WWF, and it says uh. Jim Ross and Gorilla Monsoon. Like, I'd love to watch it with the alternate call. That'd be fun. That'd be fucking fun. Yeah. Let's see if we can do that. All right, Probably let's look not. into that. Probably not, but we should look into that. That sounds like fun. That'd be cool. Or if somebody hears this and they have access to it, send us a link. We'd love it. That'd be fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Typhoon versus LA Gore. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be uh, Bam Bam. Yeah. Because Bam Bam had just beat Earthquake like two weeks ago. So I thought that yeah. it was literally like we're setting him up to beat all the big guys. The I thought he guys. was going to go through all the the, the storms and natural he disasters. Could, he couldn't make it to the Poughkeepsie Center. It's it's because of the of the blizzard. Mm-hmm. He didn't beat Typhoon, but he definitely got beat by the blizzard. Ba-dum. Okay. <laughs> so that happens. Then Bobby Heenan starts having a meltdown in the ring. Before he brings out Giant Gonzalez, who says he has a surprise with Whippleman. And there's he says there's a surprise for The Undertaker at True. WrestleMania. Then you get your whole Colgan WrestleMania, he's returning thing. And then they add a little Bret Hart's going to face Yokozuna to it. Um, at least they're both acknowledging both headlining events. Papa Shango versus Bob Backlund. Finally, a match with two people that we know. Um, and I feel like Papa Shango was gone for a while. And now he can't get off the TV screen. Um, yeah, Bob Backlund does win this and then runs away from Papa Shango. And as the match is ending, Bobby Heenan says, let's make a snowman. And it's very... Out of him. Let's make a snowman out of him. Yeah, let's make a snowman out of him. Um... We're going to have another WrestleMania report, which is great because I feel like I haven't seen one in so long. Um, with your boy, Mean Gene, brought to you by IcoPro, world's largest toga party. I think we mentioned that before. They replay Yokozuna destroying um, Casey Cleric, then Money Inc. They are bringing a special briefcase. To WrestleMania, not the regular beef beefcase, but a special one. It's armor piercing. An armor piercing briefcase. Are you scared? What does that even mean? I don't even know. That's what the mean. thing. I've never heard of a stupor thing. And the look on like, both of sharp? their faces when they say it was so funny. So we have armor piercing. Well, the people can't see this beautiful face that you're making. But like, <laughs> but like, okay. He's making a face like he's realizing what he just said makes absolutely no fucking no, no, sense. No, 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 no. That, that's the, yeah, that's what IRS is, is making. Because it's like, if you... If it you, doesn't make sense. If it's you, not sharp. No, right. But like, so if you know <laughs> weapons and weaponry, right? So you just take it e- easier and just do like a big, like, you know, everybody knows what like 
blade mail looks like or like a big chest chest piece for like armor right so like blade mail like the chain yeah Hmm. yeah like like chain mail like that so you think about chain mail or you think about a chest piece right and so it's like okay i have something that's gonna pierce your armor right so you're thinking like a sword because like i'm swinging a sword and it's hitting off of your thing they use the equivalent of a fucking hammer they hit him with a hammer it was blunt force it wasn't a fucking stabbing thing so now you're gonna you already have (laughs) no you already you don't need to pierce his armor hit him in the fucking head Blunt force trauma. Listen, you can wear your stupid mask all you want. <sighs> this beefcase is going to go right through it. The beefcase is <laughs> going to pierce the armor, even though all I'm doing is hitting you with it anyway. That's what I'm telling you. I know. Um, then we get a promo with Undertaker and Paul Bearer. Nothing spectacular except for Paul Bearer, who's always spectacular. Um, then Mean Gene calls Rob Bartlett Bob Barker, and I really... I don't, do you think that was intentional? Um, I think he's just fucking around to find out, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, if it is, I liked it. Then we have the last match of this week, thank God. Head Shrinkers versus Nasty Boys. Let me tell you, these crowds love the Nasty Boys. They, they do. really do. They really do. They were fun. They are fun, and the crowd loves them. Um, and this ends in a double count out, and... There's like a concession, like like a food, like a folding table set up with hot dogs and popcorn by uh, the entrance, like where they walk out. Mm-hmm. And they are just squirting mustard on each other, throwing hot dogs all over the place, smacking glorious. each other with chairs. And it is it's fun. Yeah. Um, then we get to watch the montage of wrestlers making kids happy. And I'm going to tell you, it is the... Um, Michael Landon Foundation. So that's what... That's the foundation that's honoring Vince McMahon. Um, And that's what this is about. So... That is cute. You see a little... A little Lex Luger with some kiddos. Mm -hmm. A little Bushwhacker. Bushwhacker's always there. They're always there at the charity events. Always. You gotta love them. Well, it's like they're there. Slaughter's there. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's kind of one of those things where you're like... That's right. That's why these people are... You know, still part of the mm-hmm. business. They're traveling. People love them. Best part about it. The wrestlers doing talks to children, lecturing them not to do drugs. And Ma- to... Macho Man on stage in that outfit mm-hmm. saying drugs lead you nowhere. Macho Man, drugs lead you to those clothes. I'm going to lie. I'm like, I would say drugs we've determined that's a lie because you I are. I love you, Mach. Yeah. Drugs lead you to those clothes and they lead you to fucking Slim Jim ads. That's where they lead you. Tatanka yelling about don't do drugs. And I don't know whether or not Tatanka did drugs. So I'm not making any calls on that. Pretty sure but I'm pretty, pretty sure, sure he did. I'm pretty sure it was part of the integrated conditioning program he was on. Supplements. True. Supplements. There were supplements at the time. Vitamins. They were, they were barely drugs because they were only made legal if, a couple years for everybody years who earlier. loves their body. For everybody okay. who loves their body. I could probably. Okay. So then next week, Tatanka versus Repo Man. Kamala versus Doink. Just kidding about the Repo Man. And that's it. That's a wrap. It's done. We got through it. I'm going to ask you two questions. And then I feel like we could do our awards after that. Like, I'm going to ask you two questions. And I just want off the top of your head. Because I'm going to continue to kind of... I'm going to revisit these questions. Do my own long-form storytelling. If you control this catalog, you are, like, you own Ica Pro. Like, why don't you just cut that out? 
Like, why don't you just cut that out? Like, why don't you just cut those promos out of the fucking streaming thing that you have available? Like, why do you keep it in? If it's like a failure that didn't work, like, why? I'm just asking why, why, why? That's it. It's, it's a little rhetorical. No, I've kind of wondered the same thing. Because um, I know you I have, don't. I was going to say, you have to have it on the banners. Mm-hmm. Because you can't, and you it, when you're talking in the ring, but, like, do you need to then show me? Because I know we're going to see the Lex Luger promos, the Razor promos, Tatanka in there, Brett's in there. Like, why? I just don't understand why. Well, I think that that's the thing, is that it's all over the place. You can't really scrub it, because it's already kind of in the commentary and on the banners. And the thing is, is that I'm not one to look a gift horse in the mouth. No, but I just feel like, like, like at some point it just feels like I'm beating a dead horse. But then also it's like if now in the year 2023, all of a sudden we come out with some sort of new training workout that everybody's doing and it's Ica Pro, like I would just, I, I would realize that we're living in a simulation, right? Like there's only so many ideas that we could just keep recycling, right? If like all of a sudden people now are like, uh, this is like my workout regime is like this, 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 this. like all these wrestlers are like this, this, and the acronym is like Icapro because he's just like got to come back around because he's got to bring everything back around always. That'd be wild because otherwise like I just don't get it. Like why do you keep inundating these old episodes? It's like you loaded them online. Like you, you, you took them from video and put them on there and Icapro was gone. Mm-hmm. It was gone. It, it, it's not like it was around. So I don't know. That's it. That's the one of the rhetorical. Number two. Number two. As we're a couple weeks out. Which. This is just a yes or no question. And I want you to be serious. Think about it. Young Jen. So. Money translates at this time. About $100 in 1993. Is worth about $225 now. Okay. Wow. Okay. So the cost of this pay-per-view is $30. Should be about $60 now. Okay. Young Jen going to her parents. Like, which... Is it Sean Mooney that's compelled you to go to your parents? Is it Mean Gene Okerlund? Is it one of the commentators? Or right now, are you not going to ask your parents to get you WrestleMania? It's not a miscible question. Why? Because I never got it on pay-per-view. My dad... That's not... But I'm saying, like, I never asked for it because my dad worked with someone who would just give him a tape of it. I know. I'm asking you a question to be like, who's doing the best sell? I'm trying to ask you, who's doing the best sell? Like, who is right now got you so hype? Because I'm going to tell you right now, my hype man, my number one hype man is always Todd Pettengill because he's always... Everything seems like it's the fucking funnest thing ever with Todd Pettengill, right? And he was on the radio. I know. Yeah. When he's doing the in-your-house stuff. But, like, has anyone got you to be like... You know, forget about a match, forget about it. Is there anything right now? Because I'll say there's no match that I want to see. You don't want to see Brett Yokozuna? Not enough that I'm going to ask my parents for 30 bucks. Because they'd be like, are you fucking serious? Right? Like, they're not giving me fucking 30 bucks. <coughs> not 1993. I'm not getting 30 bucks for fucking wrestling. They're like, that shit's fake. You're not getting 30 bucks. So I want, my dad and I watched it together. So I Would think he have it's, gotten it? Yeah. Like, I think it's a little bit different because your parents were like, this is silly. What are you, why are you watching this shit? Mm-hmm. Right. Where like, it was kind of like a thing me and my dad did together. We watched Monday Night Raw every Monday. We went to live shows. So if I really wanted to see it, I think if I asked him, he probably would have gotten it for me, but because he didn't have to, it was never a thing, but it, 
it would have been the matches and just the fact that I was I was all in. I was all in on all this nonsense at that time. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it sure. wasn't like I, the Royal Rumble was the first pay per view. Oh, we're getting a FaceTime mobile uh <laughs> Um Neat Decline it. Mm-hmm. I think it bumps off the recording. Oh. That's cool. So you record face. So the Royal Rumble was the first pay-per-view that I I saw, that I had on tape, that my dad got for me from his friend. So I'm all in now. Right. I have friends who watch this. We talk about it at school. I have a friend who we're really into this together. So like I'm into it and it's my personal soap opera that I love. Um, Bret Hart, I have a Bret Hart shirt. I'm secretly in quiet rooting for Shawn Michaels. So, like, there's this whole thing that, like, I'm really into this. Okay. And those were the two matches I would have wanted to see, was the Bret Hart Yokozuna and the Shawn Michaels Tatanka. And I also really liked Tatanka. So, like, for me, that, those two would would be why I wanted this. Because, I mean, you take this, and then you take it to next year, and, like, next year is a lot going on that I'm definitely going to pester my parents for. See, so I'm just saying, there's there's just there's nobody it, here right now. There's nothing here. Like I wasn't a Hulk Hogan fan, so there's nothing here. And I only asked that question because we don't have a ton of pay per views right now. When we get to the in your houses, they're fifteen bucks. So at least at least in like ninety five. So there's a lot more wiggle room there. I could see my parents considering that if we asked. Like we always got. I told you we always did kind of like a SummerSlam thing because it was like around my brother's birthday. Mm-hmm. We we're young, so we have like a party. So that's different. Because that was just like, they were going to do it because it was like, oh, we'll have a party and have the kids over. They could watch the wrestling, right? And then get pizza. Get a Bigfoot pizza from fucking Pizza Hut. That's what they did. Fine. I'm That's just fine. thinking about this and I'm like, for 60 bucks, like, what would it have been? I'm like, Mean Gene's not selling it to me. He's not appealing to me. Yeah. See, I didn't, it was, it's kind of hard for me to um, I, I appreciate think of that Jean. way, you know? Yeah, well, I'm just looking at it now as we're watching, kind of spicing it up. Like, who's giving the best pitch? Because like, right now... No, ain't nobody pitching me. Like, I don't want to see a clown versus crush. Like, I just don't want to see it. And if we did get it, I would have taped it. Like, there's no way that I would ask for a $60 pay-per-view and not tape it so that I had it forever. Correct. So, like, if... Sure. And I, I'm not going to say that we never got it. I'm sure that there are times where my dad, you know, maybe did get it and we watched it. But it was definitely being taped. You saw the tapes that I had that were yeah. wrestling tape. Yeah. So, I mean... And yeah, next year's WrestleMania... I, it might be my favorite one ever. It's one of the, the better ones, I would think. It's, I, and it's got my two favorite well. WrestleMania matches, right? You know, two of my favorite, which I think I'm not alone in saying that. And a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, yeah. So, what is your your word of the week? Is charity? Mine's giant. Because it's a, it. it's a it's giant. Charity. This was uh, this was for the award for Vince McMahon. We we were treated to the charitable, not Vince McMahon. Yeah. We were also treated to the giant. Best promo, best outfit, both go to crush on the beach, bodyboarding. <laughs> and then, like, wiping out in the wave. Like, it's not even... This is just, like, we don't have digital. No. This is such a 90s, like, you get one take to do this, right? And, like, this is what you get. I had like, wow. uh, I had Beefcake's mask as my best outfit, but you it's know fun. what? I really, I really do want to give it to crush, so we're going to do that. Best match. I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. Bob Backlund, Papa Shango, and the reason is this. You were watching it. You half fell asleep. It's a six-minute match. You half fell asleep. Almost fell off the chair. Says daydreamed. Almost fell off your chair. You go, man, I feel like this has been going on forever. And 
Five seconds later, Bob Backlund rolls him up in a small package and pins him. And Papa Shango's like, what the fuck happened? And I was just like, there you go. It's over. You asking is done. And so I thought that was hysterical because it was just like, <laughs> that match seemed like it went on forever. It did not go on forever. And you called for it to end and it just ended. And I was like, <laughs> that's just kismet. It's perfect. Because, I mean, the head shrinkers, nasty boys thing is just literally like, here's two heels and here's two now faces that both fit the same role of like, we're just sloppy and silly, right? Because like we know that the head shrinkers are going to face the Steiner brothers and we're not really in the world of like the Steiner brothers are going to call them out or run out and fight them or anything to push that feud. And like, we don't know who the next. So it's just like, here's a match that's just funny for everybody to be like, wow, that's sloppy. They threw food on each other. Like, it's just silly, right? Mm -hmm. It's like how next week when the Bushwhackers come out, it's just silly. It's just supposed to like get the crowd. Like, yeah, it's fun. So, I mean, outside of that, everything else was a squash match. Because we never got that that uh, um, Typhoon Bam Bam match, so. I am, I am giving it to the Head Shrinkers and Nasty Boys. That's fine. Because the crowd loves the Nasty Boys. They are a little fun. There's a food fight. It was ridiculous. And I didn't fall asleep and fall off my chair, so. It's fair. That's yeah, what that's, fair. What, that's what I'm giving it to. You take it. It's fair. I mean, either one, I guess, is a toss-up. You could also give it to Yokozuna and Casey Cleric, because that was wild, too. Um, loser of the week, I'm giving to Casey Cleric. He got two squashes. Squished twice. Uh, loser of the week is I'm going to give that actually to Rob Bartlett. Okay, fair. Fair. Um, two <laughs> weeks ago, he was put up as Elvis. And he failed. Miserably. Mm-hmm. And now he's being Vince McMahon. And like, dude, if it... I look at it like this, right? So like, you're a comedian which he was, you're auditioning for Lorne Michaels and you're going to give him your best celebrity impression. And he's like, here's my Arnold Schwarzenegger. That didn't land a few weeks ago, right? It's like, okay, here's my Elvis. Nope. <laughs> here's my Vince McMahon. Get the fuck out of here. You're not getting a job. Like, that's it, right? Like, this is your third shot of impersonating somebody and it's not even remotely entertaining. I chuckled once or twice only because of the irony of the whole thing. The mm -hmm. layers on layers on layers. Cause, but then he just took it to a level and I'm like, dude. Like, it's like you had three. He was Arnold Schwarzenegger like a month and a half ago. Right? Remember, it was like a phone call or something. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah. And now he's, then, then he was Elvis and now he's Vince McMahon. And like, dude, this is like, you're not, the jokes weren't landing with the audience and this shit ain't landing. Like, you, I don't know what you're doing. Like, I just don't know what you're doing. Like you're you're out there you're tr you're you're bringing something, but your fastball is just right in the middle of the plate. You are hanging that shit. That's me. He's a loser of the week. Okay, like, I'll, I'll you know what I'll I'll zag. I'll come over to you. Okay. Who's your winner? A crush. There's no there's no question about it. He's on a fucking beach in Hawaii, <laughs> bodyboarding. Yeah. Talking about how he's gonna crush clowns in a couple weeks. What the fuck else do you need, brother? I said Macho Man because he got to skip out on this Raw and not have to be a part of this Vince McMahon impression. So he won. Big winner. True. I, I can't disagree with that either. All right. Well, that's Let's do it. our Montreal check-in. I learned nothing. 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 Not a thing. We have not even seen Bret Hart in, uh, in person this week. He was not nope. there physically anywhere. He will be soon, but he wasn't there. Shawn Michaels has 
wildly disappeared. He left the building. He's been gone. But it was I nice don't know to hear. if I told you this, but he separated his shoulder in that six man tag. That's the thing. So he's trying to get better. You keep talking about that, <laughs> but it doesn't mean that they don't keep showing these fucking promos with the blue belts. Like, okay, we got it. We got Tatanka's out here working. Sean's out here resting. Jen, anything else you want to add? Sean's a smart champion. He's resting up so he can win. Nobody stands like you stand. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with this. If you like what you hear, subscribe. Five stars. Rate it. Please. We are Shoots and Ladders. We are at Shoots and Ladder. Shoot and Ladder. Pod on Twitter. We are at BLC underscore pod on Twitter. Where are we on Instagram? Shoots and Ladders. Uh, lots of, what are those things called? Underscores. That's what they're called. Shoots, two little underscores, and two little underscores. Ladders, N as in the letter. Like how we spell it on our logo. Um, we also have an email. It's Becky left the chat. So if you have anything you want to say to us, um, that's where you can say it. And that's it. We're yeah. Here. We're Thank there. you for listening. If you've gotten this far, we appreciate you. Um, we love this old wrestling shit, even when it's hard to get through. It's fun um, bringing us back to childhood. I mean, we... Listen, you keep... How long have, were we together before we realized... Before you realized that I, as a child, loved wrestling? It was a long time. And now it's just like this whole insane world has opened up. The reality is this. There was no conversation about wrestling outside of like a casual, I guess the easiest way to think about it is like, you know, when you're with somebody and you don't really talk about anything you did like in your past, you just don't, but then something happens and you both realize that's like what it was. Cause I, I'm not going to tell you that I watched all this stuff and you're not going to tell me that you watched it. But then we were at your house and I found the fucking pictures you had from a live show. I was like, what the fuck? Because your dad was throwing shit out. And it was like, what the... F- you have fucking wrestling on tape. And then that's where it all... But that was after the pandemic. It was during. There was like during yeah. the pandemic. So yeah. it was literally like the entirety of our relationship. Here's just this like thing we didn't talk about. Yeah. Totally fine. Because you know what? With the age of instant content, here it is. And here we are. So enjoy. <sighs> Still think Montreal might have been a work. <laughs> Bye.